C-O-L-G-A-T-E. Colgate presents Phil Stern. With a Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Phil Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, is on the air. Phil Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shade that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate brushless fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Phil Stern bringing you the 380th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel, featuring strange and fantastic stories. Some legends, some hearsay. But also interesting, we'd like to pass them along to you. Our guest tonight in Hollywood is one of the most famous band leaders in the nation, Woody Herman. But before we bring you Woody Herman in person, let's begin with Real One, Portrait of a Jockey. On December the 28th of last year, roughly two months ago, newsboys in Los Angeles, California, were screaming out... Hey, get your paper, read all about it! Santa Anita Racetrack opens $50,000 feature race won by Jockey Ralph Neves! Ralph Neves rides winner in feature race at Santa Anita! What's that? What's that? What did that newsboy say? Ralph Neves wins $50,000 race at Santa Anita, but that's impossible. A dead man can't ride a horse. And Ralph Neves is dead. But, well, maybe I better begin the story in the beginning. Our story begins several years ago when one of the best jockeys in the United States was a boy named Ralph Neves. Not only was Ralph Neves one of the best jockeys, but he was one of the most daring as well. On May the 8th of 1936 at the beautiful Bay Meadows racetrack outside of San Francisco, jockey Ralph Neves was entered in several races that day. In the third race of the day, he rode a horse named Finnegan's, a six-to-one shot. All the way down the backstretch, Ralph Neves was fighting for that lead. He might have made the lead. That is, he might have made it if his horse hadn't suddenly tripped and fallen. Down went Ralph Neves under the flying feet of his horse. People screamed in horror. One horse after another trampled on the helpless jockey. I don't think that Ralph Neves ever really knew what hit him. He was unconscious as the horses ran over him. And he'd stopped breathing completely when the ambulance finally arrived. They took his broken body back to the first aid room. A doctor was called immediately. The doctor carefully examined the body. First, the doctor felt for a pulse. Then he listened for heartbeats. Then he tried stimulants to restore breathing. In desperation, the doctor administered a strong drug. Adrenaline right into the heart, the last resort. But even with that, nothing happened. Finally, the doctor gave up hope. Ralph Neves was declared officially dead. The coroner was sent for. The death notice was filled out. A certificate of death was granted. And that afternoon, sports writers telephoned the following story back to their newspapers. Jockey Ralph Neves was killed this afternoon at the Bay Meadows racetrack. His death came as the result of a bad spill in the third race. Immediate medical attention was of no avail. Ralph Neves was dead by the time help reached him. But, but back at that racetrack where Ralph Neves' dead body lay under a sheet... One of the strangest miracles of medical science had begun to take place. It was the doctor who noticed it first. There'd been a slight movement under the sheet which covered Ralph Neves' body. Quickly, the doctor pulled that sheet off the body. Once again, the doctor felt for a pulse. Only this time, this time there was a pulse. Another drug was hastily administered. And Ralph Neves began to breathe. Inside of 30 minutes, Ralph Neves had recovered sufficiently to regain consciousness. In another hour, he was sitting up, and to everybody's amazement, he jumped off the operating room table, and the next day, the day after he'd been officially dead, he was back riding as though nothing had happened. And he's been riding ever since. That's why in the beginning of this story, 
We told you that the people of Los Angeles might have been perplexed last December when they heard newsboys screaming, Santa Anita Racetrack opens $50,000 feature race won by jockey Ralph Neves. Ralph Neves rides winner in feature race at yeah, the California newspapers faced quite a problem. They'd all received two different stories. One story said that jockey Ralph Neves had been killed. The other story said that he was the winning jockey in the big race. Obviously, both of those stories couldn't be true. Couldn't they? I think they were. Because Ralph Neves was declared legally dead. And yet, despite that, he did come back to win a horse race the following day portrait of a dead jockey who is still alive. Real two. One of the best third basemen in the National League is Stanley Hack of the Chicago Cubs. Stan Hack shaves with Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions, because here's what he recently wrote me. Well, Bill, I was a little skeptical at first when you told me that a light, fluffy shave cream would take the fight out of the Hack whiskers, which are plenty tough. But believe me, Colgate Brushless, which sure is light and fluffy, tames my wire whiskers and nothing flat. You've got me as a life customer for Colgate Brushless Shave Cream because it really does a job. Signed, Stan Hack. Thanks, Stan. He's right, men. Colgate Brushless Shave Cream really does a job. It's not greasy, it's not heavy, it's light and it's right. Right for every type of beard, but particularly for tough whiskers planted in a tender skin. That's where Colgate Brushless performs to perfection. For it softens even a barbed wire beard, so it shaves off easy as fuzz, with no pulling, no nicking, no after irritation. And when it comes to stamina and staying power, Colgate Brushless is right there, for it keeps moist throughout your shave. And at the finish, because it's not greasy or gooey, Colgate Brushless Shave Cream rinses off lickety split. Look, I promise you, men, you won't want a greasy shave cream on your face once you try Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. Now take me up on that. And if you're not completely satisfied the first time that you use Colgate Brushless, just you send the top of the carton back to me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. And I'll see that you get double your money back. Ask for Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions tonight. It's light and it's right. Real three. Portrait of a murder. This is the story of one of the strangest murders on record. Our story begins many years ago when there lived in France a young man named Robert Ledrew. As a youngster, Robert Ledrew, according to one story, had been a bicycle racer. In fact, Robert Ledrew was a fine bike racer. That is, he was until one day in a race, his bike collided with another bicycle and Robert Ledrew was hurt in the accident. His foot was injured, injured so badly that they had to amputate one of the toes on his left foot. Because Robert Ledrew did have to lose one of the toes from one of his feet, he couldn't ride in any more bicycle races. But losing this toe didn't handicap him in any other way, for Robert Ledrew went on to become one of the most famous detectives on the French police force. In fact, Robert Ledrew became so famous as a detective in France that whenever there was a murder that the French police could not solve, they'd always send for him. And he generally solved them. In fact, Robert Ledrew worked so hard solving murders that often he'd go to bed at night completely exhausted, so exhausted and so worn out that he'd dream that he himself had committed the murders he was solving. But when he went to see the doctor about his nightmares, the doctor merely ordered him to take it easy and not to try to solve so many murders. One morning in 1888, 
The little French seaside town of Saint-Adresse was shaken by a most exciting murder. The night before, a man, while walking along the beach, had been shot through the head, and he was found dead, stretched out on the sandy beach. There were no clues. And immediately, the French police sent for Robert Ledru, who was only two miles away at the Port of La Havre. It was fortunate that Robert Ledru was only two miles away, for he immediately arrived at the scene of the crime and took charge of the investigation. At first, even he could find no clues. But finally, he did come across one. He came across an important clue, for Robert Ledru found in the sand on the beach near the body of the murdered man a footprint. A footprint that he knew could solve the crime. For several minutes, Robert Ledoux stared at that footprint, and then, then he took a plaster cast of that footprint, and immediately, he went to the nearest police station. In that police station, Robert Ledoux dramatically said, Gentlemen, gentlemen, I have solved the murder. Look, here is a plaster cast of a footprint I found on the beach. This is the footprint of the murderer, for I will show you how these footprints led up to the body. But first, look at this footprint. It is a print of a left foot, but... One toe is missing from that foot. Now, gentlemen, let me remove my own shoe. See? The French policeman stared fascinated. Robert Ledrew was showing them that his own left foot, his own foot, had one toe missing. And what's more, it fitted the footprint exactly. Once again, Robert Ledrew was speaking. Gentlemen, I am the murderer. And that is the story of how Robert Ledrew, the most famous detective in France, solved the murder. He solved it by proving that he himself was the murderer. The nightmares caused by overwork had come true. The dreams that he had had, that he was murdering somebody, had not been dreams at all. They had been reality. Robert Ledrew was placed under arrest. He was brought to trial. His attorney made one of the most sensational pleas in French legal history, for he stated... Since Robert Ledrew is the most brilliant detective in France and the only man capable of solving certain murders, and since he himself only becomes a murderer at night when he is asleep, I request that he only be imprisoned at night. During the daytime, he will help us solve many murders that otherwise would never be solved. Yet at night, he will be locked up so that he himself cannot commit murder. Robert Ledrew was sentenced as a murderer. He was sentenced to spend the rest of his life in prison, but only at night. During the daytime, he was free to help solve other murders. And that's the story. The story of Robert Ledrew, who, according to official court records, was free every daytime to help solve murders, yet was in jail every night for a murder that he himself had committed, a murder in which he had convicted himself because of an accident that had happened to him as a boy in a bicycle race. Portrait of the strange result of a bicycle race. Real four. Just a moment, we're going to switch across the country to bring you the famous band leader, Woody Herman. But before we bring you Woody Herman in person, here is Arthur Gary. Well, as Bill Stern has told you, Colgate Brushless Shave Cream is not greasy or heavy. It's light and it's right. And Colgate Brushless is made to order for you fellas with tough whiskers and tender skin. Easy to spread, Colgate Brushless stands your whiskers up for your razor to cut through, not slide over them. No snagging or pulling, no sting or smart. It's a champion shave you get with Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. Believe you me, your shaving troubles are over when you team up with Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. It's light and it's right. 
And now, back to Bill Stern and Woody Herman. Real five, Colgate's camera close-up of Woody Herman. Out in Hollywood, California right now stands one of the best-known band leaders in America, Woody Herman. Now, so that you can hear Woody Herman in person, this is Bill Stern switching you across the country from where I'm standing in New York City. The next voice you hear will be the famous band leader Woody Herman speaking from Hollywood, California. Thank you, Bill. You know, it's funny that I should be on a sports show, because actually I intended to be a professional baseball player. But let me tell you just what happened. I used to live in Milwaukee, and there I divided my time between playing baseball and playing the saxophone. One year, a famous band came through Milwaukee. Tom Guerin was the leader, and when he heard me play saxophone, he offered me a job. But my mother thought I was too young to travel with his band. However, Mr. Guerin kept insisting, and he told my mother that if she would let me join his band, he would watch over me like a father. After he promised my mother to watch out for me, she said I could go. And so I joined his band. Our very first stop was Chicago, and just as we arrived at the railroad station, some of the Chicago gangsters were fighting it out with machine guns near the station. Their bullets came so close that both of my feet were actually singed by these bullets. They were only flesh wounds, and they soon healed, leaving no after effects. But at that time, thanks to those bullets, I had to give up the idea of being a baseball player. Incidentally, the guy in that band who was supposed to watch out for me was a guy named Al Morris. Today, he's much better known as Tony Martin. This is Woody Herman in Hollywood returning you to Bill Stern in New York. Thanks so much. Good luck and good night, Woody Herman. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the 3 mark for tonight. Next Friday evening, we'll be back same time, same stations, when our guest will be the most famous restaurant keeper in New York City, Toots Shore. So be sure and be with us next Friday evening, same time, same stations, when we bring you our special guest, the man who runs the restaurant to which the sport figures gather in New York, Toots Shore. See you then. Until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the Colgate Chapery Man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Chapery Man, had lots to say. He told you tales of sports heroes, the inside dope he really knows. So listen in next Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-T-E. Ladies, right now there's a worldwide shortage of fats and oils, the principal ingredient of soap. That's why you ladies are asked to keep on saving used fats. So don't waste, waste fat. Fill it in and turn it in. Woody Herman appeared on this program tonight courtesy of Columbia Records. He'll shortly be seen in the Jules Levy production, New Orleans. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from New York and Hollywood. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.